Hello, and welcome to Man Up University podcast. Today we're continuing the series on the commands of Christ. Today we're going to look at Matthew 6, 19 through 21. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermins destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Perhaps we must first ask, how exactly do you store your treasures in heaven? The NIV Study Bible says, anything done in this life that has eternal value will be rewarded. But that seems awfully tenuous. Jesus is certainly talking about more than money, although giving money to the church and Christian charities is probably a good first step especially if it's followed by other acts of obedience to God. Back in Deuteronomy, God tells us to walk in my ways and obey my commandments. And here Jesus is going one step further and essentially saying, if you follow God's commandments, if you follow my commandments, if you do that, you will be rewarded. I find it sometimes difficult as we live in this temporal location in this physical earth as we call it to be able to stay focused completely and entirely on the things that are of spiritual value we go around and we do our jobs we make money we generate wealth if you'd say Uh, sometimes we live paycheck to paycheck sometimes we generate wealth sometimes we store up things and buy mutual funds and and put things away in savings for college educations and and we invest in and we put this money to go to work for us and, and we do all these things and and I'm not saying that any of those are bad because they're not because obviously as we live here in a physical realm that we have to sustain ourselves to be able to live a life that is uh, pleasing to God but if we don't have a car if we don't have Uh, food, if we don't have shelter, if we don't have things of that nature, it's going to be kind of difficult to be helping other individuals as this goes along. So God has blessed us, each one of us, uniquely with specific gifts that allow us to be able to generate income or generate wealth, so to speak. And our abilities to do that is based off of the decisions that we decide because of the gifts that he's given to us. And and we have to understand a perspective that the, the blessing that God gave to us in the form of life, once again after dying on the cross, he did give us life. He gave us freedom as long as we believe and trust in him. He gave us that freedom to be able to be broken from the chains of this world, the, the chains of, of sin, the chains over the enemy. Now that doesn't mean he doesn't try to get us every turn or every possibility he can. That doesn't mean that. But what it does mean is that we are free from that lifestyle that we have chosen before. We are free to follow him as he had commanded, follow him. And in doing so, we can find ways utilizing our own unique abilities to be able to assist others, others who might have needs, others who might be going through a season of life that is difficult for them to go through. And, and when I say a season of life, it, it doesn't just solely refer to monetary or finances because 
there are so many different opportunities to be able to speak into another believer's life or even a non-believer's life to be able to touch them and and reach their heart in a way that only you specifically can only you can touch certain individuals and i'm sure of that i know that there are certain individuals in my life that have been placed in my radius that are for a specific purpose and that purpose is for me to be able to shine my light to them to be able to assist them in whatever means that i can whatever season of life they're in maybe i can help them financially but what about emotionally when you're going through an emotional roller coaster of a season where you're emotionally drained and you don't think you can go on and you're and you're just having difficulty there are people in our radius that could be going through that right now there there are some of you out there who could be going through that right now and that's why it's so important to be surrounded by individuals that can be encouragers that can pour into your life that can speak truth into your life and let the, the spirit speak to you and so those are different ways that we can actually impact another person's life. It doesn't solely have to be uh, financially. It can be that emotionally. It, it could just be spending time with another individual, just sitting there and just giving a person time to allow them to recognize that they have value with you. And that could be done with friends, that could be done with relatives, family, but it can also be people that you don't know. Maybe you see somebody, you notice somebody is going through something and God puts it in your heart, he stirs in your heart to do something about it. Maybe it's, oh, you know what? Can I buy you a cup of coffee? Can we sit down? Can we talk? You know, we, we go into society and we have these this way of, of kind of just wearing these masks that we walk around in. And it's kind of like, well, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing good. How about yourself? Yet, truthfully inside, we are being torn apart we are emotionally drained we're just going through probably one of the most difficult things that they've ever gone through and and we don't ever get past that because we don't take the time to spend with them to be able to understand that to in a way help do life together and I feel that's so important as part of what he's saying in Matthew here, you know, to, to lay up treasures in heaven. And that's not exactly the entire motivation, but the fact of the matter remains that you will be rewarded for the, the good things that you do here. You will be rewarded by obeying in the commands of Christ. And the thing that's interesting is that right here it's, measure, it, it's mentioning your treasures up in heaven but that doesn't necessarily mean that you also won't be rewarded here in in this place in on earth that doesn't mean that either I've noticed that when I feel really really bad and I'm feeling like the the, the overwhelming from the enemy is just taking me to a place where I don't want to be and he's tempting me to do things that I don't want to do and he's making me try to escape I notice that if I take my focus off of what my problems are, and if I look to go and help other individuals, when I go to look to encourage and speak into their life, when I look to say, hey, how are you doing today? And be able to speak with them in a way that gives them value and encourages them, I find that my heart, my spirit rejoices. Because I know that's where I'm supposed to be. I can tell that that's where God wants me to be at. He doesn't want me just moping around and focusing too, too much on my own specific problems. Although we have to deal with them on a case-by-case -case basis. But not to be overwhelmed by them. 
Consider it all joy when we endure through sufferings and trials of this world, this life. Because that's proof of the enemy trying to come after us. That's proof that the enemy wants to destroy us. He wants to stop us. He wants to slow us down. He wants to dwindle what our impact can be. He wants to remove the light that shines from within us. He doesn't want our impact on our radius to be expanded. Because in actuality, it can be. When we impact one person, that one person can impact another person who impacts another person who impacts another person. And the world is used as paying it forward. But that's a biblical thing. We pour into others. The Spirit of the Lord pours into us, into our cup, and our cup runneth over. And it's not for our cup just to runneth over and us to be able to enjoy the, the Spirit of the Lord by ourselves. We are supposed to enjoy the Spirit of the Lord by pouring out, like a cup, into another. And as we pour out, you can see the positive impact that it has on their life. Where maybe there was a difficult season going on where... They were not capable of going through. And we, in fact, need to remind them and encourage them of their true identity in Christ. Remind them that God has a purpose and a plan for their life, bringing value directly into their hearts and minds. We were reminded to take every thought captive, to be able to see the different strategies of the enemy, to see when he's coming and, and those fiery darts that are coming at us. We're supposed to be able to identify those things and have discernment and be able to identify and say, you know what? I know this is difficult. I know what's going on right now is difficult for me. It's difficult for you. It's difficult for others. I know all that. But the best part of rejoicing in this is the fact that we recognize that God is sovereign and he is in complete control of our lives. There's not one aspect that he is out of control in. Now, He allows us to make our decisions. He allows us to endure the consequences of our poor actions or our poor choices. He allows that. But He understands that by us going through those things that are, might be a negative time right now, He understands that once we recognize that God has had His hand on our life on so many different occasions, that we will be able to be strengthened by the fact to knowing that God pulled us through that thing in the past, and he's going to pull us through that thing that's coming up. And he's going to pull us through the thing that's going on right now. And by explaining that to others, by encouraging others, by strengthening each other, by like ironing, sharpening iron, we're capable of laying up treasures in heaven. Because we are doing what God has commanded us to do. We follow his commandments. We be obedient to him. We surrender our will to his. And you will see the things that come out of it, the things that will transpire. They will be mind-boggling. They will be profound. You'll be able to impact people on a day-to-day -day basis in ways that you could never imagine. And the Lord has that blessing on your life already. He's already placed that in your heart, which is why you're listening right now. He's placed that in your heart to stir up within you things to do something to do something not only for yourself, not only to benefit yourself, but to do it because we want to glorify God, for He deserves all the credit. He deserves all the praise. As He sat there and died for us, as He gave His life, He showed an example of what He expects of us. And He doesn't mean for us to go out and commit suicide, no, but He gives a, an example of surrendering our will, death to self, to be able to lay these treasures up in heaven so that way when we get there 
he will tell us, well done, good and faithful servant, and place that crown upon our head. As we rejoice in the love that we're, we've been experiencing here. And I know for those that has, have ever experienced the joy of the Lord, have ever experienced the embrace of love from God, it's nothing that could be, ever be comparable on this planet. This temporal existence is only for a short period of time. Right now, what is it? The, the maximum amount of years that we could possibly live is, what, 120 years, maybe? Maximum? Would you just like to spend 120 years doing whatever it is you want, only to be separated from God for the rest of eternity? Or would you rather take the moment right now and be reminded of what we should be doing instead? Take a moment and receive God into our hearts and, and surrender our will to Him. Let Him be in control. Because at the end of it all, we will benefit the most because what He has in mind for us will be our complete fulfillment. And only He knows that. And it's unique for each and every one of us because He created us unique. And that hole that we have in our hearts, that void that we have, is only filled by Him. And we can only feel that by getting closer to Him. By getting closer to and building that relationship. To be able to follow Him. To be able to obey Him. And obey His commandments. So I just like for you to think about that, maybe the rest of the day. What are the types of things that distract us from putting Him as a priority, from surrendering our will? What are some of the things that distract us from storing up these treasures in heaven? What, what hinders us from walking in the ways of the Lord and obeying His commandments? We know part of it can be the enemy. We, we understand that there's a strategy. There's, a, there's an actual person, that, a spirit, a, a, a being that is trying to destroy us and separate us from God. We, ha we have to have that understanding. But we can't blame him on everything. It's not 100% his fault. There's also fault that's laid on our minds, on our hearts, because we're responsible for our own actions. We are responsible for our decisions. Neither God nor the devil make the decisions for us. We do. And we have to take accountability for that. We have to take accountability for the good choices as well as the bad choices. And that's what we have to do on a daily basis. So the flesh is sinful. The flesh wants what it wants. The temptation that, is, that comes from the enemy is there. But we still make the decision. So we have to be that accountability. So let's not always just say, oh, well, it's the enemy's fault. No, it's the enemy's fault. No, the enemy didn't make the choice. He convinced you. Yet we allowed him to be convinced. We allowed him to be tempted. Read all through Matthew 4. The moment after Jesus was baptized. The moment. It says that the Spirit was led. The Spirit led him into the desert to be tempted by the devil. So he went over there and he... Went through all the temptations, 40, years, uh, 40 days, hungry, tired, alone, just weakened, in the weakened, in the most weakened state a flesh could be. And the enemy was able to tempt him on that. Bow down and worship me. I will give you food. I'll give you all the world. I'll give you everything. And each time, Jesus rebuked him. Jesus turned him away. And it says... So the enemy left him for a more opportune time. So we might win one battle today. We might win one, one battle tomorrow. 
But he will come back because he's not going to give up. He will continue to try and break us. And the closer we get to the Lord, the more that we, we obey him, the more he's going to desire to break us. But as we go through that endurance, that those tr struggles and trials, it will produce the faith that will not be able to be broken because we will continue to go, grow towards God. As long as God is living within us, we will be reminded of that. So I'd like to close out in prayer today as a reminder of laying up treasures in heaven and to switch our focus from storing wealth here and changing our priorities from our own selves to that which is to seek and serve the kingdom of God. Heavenly Father, thank you once again for another day of life. Thank you for the opportunity to call you Lord. Thank you for the gifts and the blessings that you've provided in our hearts and in our minds and in our physical abilities. Thank you for us, for our ability to work for our health, for our well-being. Thank you for calling us to follow you. Thank you for your grace. Lord, please convict us now. Please remind us now. Point out in our hearts what are things that we are prioritizing over you. What are things or areas in our life where we can surrender to you, we can serve you wholeheartedly, we can follow your will so that we can lay up treasures in heaven by doing what you command, by obeying your commandments in the process, by listening to your small, still voice when it speaks to us and it stirs our heart to take action in that moment in time. Lord, pour your spirit out in those moments. Do not let there be any doubt. Do not let the enemy distract us from the things of this world. Replace our focus of what's going on in our lives right now with the focus of your kingdom and what you want out of our lives. Restore your purpose into our hearts and convict us every single day. Heavenly Father, I lift up those that are listening right now that might be going through a season of struggle or a season of, of difficulty. No matter what it is emotionally, uh, financially, uh, relationally, whatever it might be, Heavenly Father, we want to lift those prayers up to you right now heavenly father we understand that you are in complete control of our lives and you have all access and all control and in that we can rejoice knowing that there's nothing that you will cause that will not allow us to to cause more damage or anything like that we appreciate you being in our lives father we desire to draw closer to you to be with you and follow you as your son has. So we lift all these things up to you, Heavenly Father, and we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, everybody, for uh, once again coming out and listening. Uh, if you've made it to this part, it's a little bit longer than normal. It's almost 20 minutes. And uh, just appreciate the fact that you would continue to support us by listening. You can always contact us at manupuniversity.org. Uh, you can reach us at Facebook at the man up university on instagram we are at man underscore up underscore university on twitter we are at you man up you please please like please subscribe please comment uh we love to hear positive feedback or negative feedback any kind of comments would be greatly appreciated and let's see how we can go ahead and continue on and learning about the commands of christ and doing life together so go out there today 
lay up your treasures in heaven, prioritize God as your first, and be a blessing.